Witches have claws, bald heads, you can't get them wet, and you can't feed them after midnight. We're talking the witches on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to Kid Flicks, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and spill chocolate milk into your backpack. That's fun fact. That's an actual thing that I did in third grade. I, uh, My mom gave me a thermos filled with chocolate milk, and I, I was like, oh, I'm going to put it away now. So I basically tossed it into my backpack, and then my papers got all chocolatey. So that's fun. <laughs> so my guest today... He's a Philly-based comedian. He is a regular at the Good Good Comedy Theater. He is the creator, one of the hosts of the uh, multi-state, multi-city touring uh, comedy show, Eat Your Beats, the freestyle rap comedy food show. His name is Alejandro Morales. Hi. How are you, Alejandro? Good. I like to think of myself as more of a good, good irregular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking about that ever since you said regular, and I was like, I'll say irregular, and the people who are listening are dying. They're dying still. you got to give them a They're minute. They're just like, yeah, really wordplay. They, they had to pull over uh, onto the <laughs> side of the road because they're like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, actually, what that actually has happened to me a couple times that I'll, I'll be listening to a podcast or something, and I'll laugh, and then I'll swerve and nearly get into a car accident. Wow. Are you a bad driver? Um, well, I ride a bike, a bicycle. Um, and I am the only person on the road who knows what he's doing. Um, of course. Well, so, yeah, it doesn't look good for everybody else, but I, I'm doing pretty good. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing in Philly is that you're the only sane driver. Everybody else is a fucking idiot. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, fucking idiot. You fucking tourist. That's how Philadelphia people talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is fun to hate tourists, though. Like, I, I always forget that this is, like, a touristy city, you know? You don't spend a lot of time in Old City. I, I do. You do. I, I but work, you just don't notice all the tourists. I, I, wa- I, I work at a Hebrew school that's like right past the Liberty Bell. So I, I walk past the Liberty Bell every time I go to work. But I'm just like, eh, that's stupid. Why do all these locals keep coming around and see this <laughs> bell? Well, I'm just like, what can you do that requires like like flying a couple hours to Philadelphia? You know, I feel like it's like a it's a famous place. But you're just like, eh, OK, I'm done. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder as well. I mean, we got the Betsy Ross House, we got the Liberty Bell, we got the Philadelphia Museum of Art, but I don't know that people come to Philly to see the art museum. They should. Well, no, they only come to take a picture with the to Rocky a, statue. That's a lot. Yeah. But I wonder, yeah, what is it? Why fly? I guess maybe because it's cheap. It's cheap, right? Philly's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah, Philly's pretty cheap. Yeah. Not for long. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I got priced out of Fishtown last year. That sucks. Yeah. My little you know sold the house. Fuck Fishtown. Yeah. It's fun there, but then you're like, I want to go somewhere quiet. <laughs> yeah, it's like hipster Times Square now. It's all because there. I think it's so weird that there's there's just like food trucks lined up at one a.m. specifically for just like drunk fuckheads. <laughs> but you know, there was a guy who sold mac and cheese on that corner over on Frankfurt and Girard. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he is now, but he made the most amazing buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Ooh. Oh yeah, it was good. Wait, where is he? I don't know. He, he I disappeared. I, yeah, he did. Oh. He worked very hard. And then he got. <laughs> then he went off to his great reward. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry. So we're rambling about nothing. You know, mm. I'm not going to apologize. Yeah, take it back. 
yeah. he's not sorry. Well behaved. Well behaved women rarely make history, <laughs> and we are definitely making history today. <laughs> we are making history. This is the first podcast uh, episode. To mine. Oh wait, no, never mind. I was going to say <laughs> that featured two queer men, but I was like, wait, no, that's not true. But there's so many of us now. Yeah, that's also weird to say because I'm not sure if the person that I'm thinking of, if if they're out, identifies. No, that if way. they're out. Oh. No, uh, now it's just going to have to be a mystery. Because they told me, but I'm not sure if that's ah. just like, whatever. I'm not going to say their name, so that's okay. <laughs> well, I know it's not me. Yeah. Oh, you're very out. <laughs> you came in here and you were like, can I hang up all these flags? And I was like, can you? <sighs> okay. It's just not my apartment. just a rainbow banner. I was like, I need to feel at home here. Mm-hmm. And then we got into a huge debate about the new flag. Yeah. I wanted to add like more stripes to it. Yeah. More, more specific hues. Yes. Yeah. I want like a 16 stripe, 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 stripe flag. Like a striped. I feel like that's not that ridiculous. The American flag has 13 stripes, I think. Right. I mean, but there are only two colors. Right, exactly. We'll take care of that. Yeah. That, that, you're listening to The Gay Agenda (laughs) with Ross and Alejandro. These took a turn. Yeah. But anyway, so tell me a little bit about, um, because we're talking about a movie today, uh, what, why did you choose The Witches? Uh, Definitely one of my favorite uh, movies growing up. Mm -hmm. I loved uh, Roald Dahl books. Yeah. And I loved the movies that followed them. And uh, The Witches is definitely something that I watched a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. I Did you... And I'm assuming you were a fan of the book as well? I was a fan of the book. uh, Also definitely a fan. I mean, I didn't... I don't know that I was putting the pieces together at the time, but I do enjoy uh, what comes out of the Jim Henson or what used to come out of the Jim Henson workshop uh, back in the day. I used to watch uh, this... A uh, short-running uh, show of like fables or like fairy tales that was mm-hmm. on like the Disney Channel that was all produced by the Jim Henson Workshop, and those creatures are just so. That's so cool. I can't think of what that was. Yeah, they were like very a little bit moralistic. Like there was like a a, a little creature that had like a gambling problem, and then he gambles with the devil. And there's like there's lessons oh, to be learned, but it was all so classic. dark. And I think that Roald Dahl stories can be can have a real edge to him for like uh, children's literature and uh, the Jim Henson characters also had like a little bit of an edge to them. They were scary. Yeah. They weren't, I mean, Sesame Street is like all comfort in mm-hmm. a way, but like the, the other things that, that they were working on there were not about like making kids feel like, you know, Making good count. and fluffy. Yeah. Some yeah. of that stuff was like nightmare fuel, you know? Well, I mean, I think that it's because I didn't, I didn't realize going into this, I've never seen this movie and that it's a role. It's based off a Roald Dahl book, obviously, but it was a Jim Henson production. Like I'm slowly realizing with this podcast that I don't know as much about Jim Henson as I <laughs> thought I did, but um, both Roald and Henson, they're both, they both have that kind of idea of uh, like, this is like a kid's property, but it's not like we're not going to dumb it down right, for right. them. Like, I mean, we watched Labyrinth a couple weeks ago on the podcast and that it, it, it's very, there's sad stuff. Yeah. It's real. I mean, she really hates that. I mean, not to like detour too much into Labyrinth. Oh, it's but fine. Like, Who cares? She hates her little brother. Like she really hates him. Like it's not like a cutesy. For, like, for a minute and a hate. half. Yeah. She's yeah. like, she's like, Oh, how I wish you were not here. And then she sees David Bowie. And then she immediately regrets it. Like, oh, I forgot that if you wish something, it could come true. Yeah, it's real. It's it's real shit. Mm-hmm. Which do you remember which the Roald Dahl uh, book was? With um, you can cough if you need to. 
Oh, it was, was a like, burp. Oh, cool. <laughs> Noise. Um, the Roald Dahl book where like kids' fingers were getting like scissored off. I don't remember. Or maybe I'm thinking of um, Brothers Grimm. I don't know. There, I remember something reading something as a kid that involved getting limbs cut off with scissors. Maybe, maybe my parents showed me bad stuff. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. They but should, that... you know, always sugarcoat things for kids so much. Yeah, so here, we're just going to have you cut yourself with scissors. Here in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking tourist. Hey. Taking your fingers. We... <laughs> I was trying to do a whiz without joke, but I couldn't think of one. I was going to be like, without fingers. <laughs> um, so let, here, let's talk a little bit about the movie. I, you, you came over right as I was finishing it. That's right. The very in, uh, intense... This movie is crazy. Yes. Like, I I figured what was going on, but I was... Like, why did his parents die? Yeah, there's some stuff that... I I haven't read the book in so long, so I don't remember if the book fills any blanks, but there are some mysterious sort of uh, dots to connect. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, why does this kid... Uh, yeah, what what happens to his parents? Like, you just know that they that something happens, and the police officer brings the f- a scarf to the door. Like this is all this is all Some, the music your parents. Something is so fucked up happened to the mom that only the scarf survived. Wow, that's yeah, that's serious. Shit. And then we don't. I don't think they explain why the uh, Luke and his grandma end up at this hotel. I think it's just like I, I even rewound a little bit because uh, she got di- she gets diagnosed with. Quote, unquote, mild diabetes, right? The doctor says, your grandmother's got mild diabetes. I don't know that there's a thing. I've heard about, like, late onset diabetes, type 1, type 2. I've never I think heard it's, of mild. I think she got type 0.5. <laughs> so, yeah. So, she so she gets the diabetes. At, oh, which, at some point, Luke, Luke says, says diabetes. diabetes. I wrote that down because <laughs> I wrote that in all caps because it pissed me off. I, that was great. Full disclosure, I hate Luke. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with Luke? He's he's so whiny and Grandma. Yeah, Grandma. It's like that's what he says like most of the Grandma. And like he's he hatches like false on schemes to like poison all the witches, but he still gets upset. He he gets super upset when he's near a cat as a mouse, but when he gets part of his tail chopped off, he's like, oh yeah, someone tried to cut off my tail. No, but here's the thing, like, I didn't think he got that upset about the cat to begin with. Like, when he when he saw the cat, he sounded, like, sarcastic. Like, he was like, oh no. Like, he was like, oh, what an inconvenience, this He's kind of like, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, but then, rock, rock, rock. But yeah, then again, but he just starts yelling, grandma. And then remember, the grandma, yeah. like, throws something down and then it hits the head sock. witch. No, it's yeah. like a little. No, she she um has her knitting, and she like lets a sock down. Yeah. At the end of like a, uh, a a string of yarn or whatever, and distracts the cat. The cat, which of course is not making regular cat sounds, <laughs> it's making like cheetah sounds throughout. But then it's a cat. It's like a to witch's a mouse, cat. So yeah. it's like yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So, so to a mouse, Whoa, I'm sure maybe, a cat sounds like a cheetah. Maybe this was a cheetah that was turned into a cat. Maybe it was. Yeah. There's all kinds of uh, things becoming other things mm-hmm. with very dubious uh, laser beam technology that was going that, on. Laser beams are coming out of fingers, out of eyes. Um. Also, okay. So, <laughs> I, I was I was trying to process what you said, and then also think of what I was saying, and then it just Sorry. fell apart completely. No, don't apologize. <laughs> I'm the idiot. Um. So, a lot of times, like, they say that a lot of different movie monsters, they 
symbolize different things. So, like, mm-hmm. zombies are, like, the mindless consumer and stuff like that. And vampires are, like, Europeans or whatever. Um, so, like, are witches pedophiles? Oh, I, I don't know. Wow, I hadn't thought about it that way. Uh, but I wondered because I was, you know, I was, I was watching it and trying to think, like, all right, well, what, what are the rules of this world, you know? Yeah. You know, for, for the purposes of, of the, this movie, The Witches, what are the witches? Are they, you know, human beings, you mm-hmm. know, who practice witchcraft? I think it's not super clear and it's not spelled out, but they clearly are some kind of other animal in a way because they do have like they the, tear off their right masks. the scalp thing very good masks. Like, yeah they have like their hands are all warty so it's like mm-hmm. they're not strictly human i guess for the for the purposes of this film like they're not just people who decided to become witches they're like yeah they are this other thing that is witches they're not like we took a semester of <laughs> witching and then we're like let's go with it let's open <laughs> let's open a cauldron store yeah no they're it's not like on. uh you know uh, dancing around a fire Mm-hmm. You know, witchcraft. You know, the, naked. This is an American horror story, Coven. No, it's it, no, it, it it's it, it's tragically uh, deficient in Jessica Lang, Lang, yeah, Lang, Lang, Lang. There's none of her, but there is a lot of Angelica Houston, which is like so good. Yeah, and uh, I was reading the IMDb facts because I'm fun, and uh, apparently Cher was originally like she was in the talks. Oh, she was in the rounds to be wow. that. That's I amazing. I mean, and looking at the makeup job on, I was, I was like, oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, I can't see Cher. I can't see her pulling off the same voice, the same accent that like a gel. Oh, that pitch perfect German accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So, um, wait, where were we? We were talking about we were, like bouncing. We've been all over the. Place. This, well, I said I hated Luke. Oh right, yes. talked about you witches or pedophiles. Maybe. Well, okay. Oh, what do they symbolize? Right. That's yes. what we're talking about. So I, I say that because the first scene where we encounter, is that uh, Angela Houston the, the when Luke is in the treehouse? That's not Angelica Houston. That's not I couldn't Lee remember. Witch. It's another. It's a random. Oh, it's just a rando. Random witch. Because yeah. that that one scene was just so like stranger danger it was it was definitely a stranger danger She's situation like, i have a snake <laughs> little boys love snakes oh yeah now i mean now that you say that it has a whole another subtext mm-hmm. also I, mean, I took off my shirt when i was saying that so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean the takeaway for me uh as far as like symbolism was just uh be nice to your employees because you know who ultimately the undoing of uh, of like the bad spells that turned Luke and was it Bruno, uh, Bruno into mice is undone by uh, that. Uh, uh, what should we call it? Uh, the nice witch. The nice witch. She Miss... played Bubble on Abfab on Absolutely Fabulous, the TV oh, show. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah, it's Bubble. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what's her name? I think her name is Miss Inger. Yeah, or something. Because the like the ending in this movie is completely different than the book. So the in the movie. You know, Luke and Bruno aren't mice anymore. But in the book, they're mice forever. Yeah. See, that's a more like. And by forever, it's like, I don't know, like three weeks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mice forever, i.e., like, Mm -hmm. not much longer. And then grandma would have then eaten a sugar cube and gone right with him. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes, that that sugar cube would take out her mild diabetes. (laughs) Well, okay, so the rules of her diabetes didn't make sense because. She was like, you know, just eating regular food, and then she got tired. <laughs> I don't understand at all. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was magic afoot. 
Yeah, it was. It was but a not, ma- it was not, a, not a toe on that foot because witches don't have. That's right, and also she's missing a thumb. Yeah, we never find out what happened to her pinky. Pinky, her pinky, but it, and it's all like the thumb ragged. of the other side of your hand. Yeah, the other, the other. That's small, what I like thumb. to call little it. thumb. <laughs> but um, I mean, I would assume that. I don't know. Yeah, what could she have done? Like she was poking a witch, I guess. Yeah, she was poking a witch with her pinky. She was trying to make a point. You know, she's trying to do. Like, like, let me tell you, you about went, yourself. You have dumb hair. Yeah, and the witch is like, "You keep poking me with that, you're gonna pull back a bloody stump." And she's like, "Oh, I'd love to see that." And the witch probably was like, "Laser beam." And then she didn't have. A <laughs> oh, pinky. I missed. Don't yeah. got your pinky. It's, it is weird that like history between the grandma and the witches, it's alluded to but never really. You know, there's no detail to it. You know, no. like, uh, sometimes she sort of recognizes Angelica Houston as, like, the lead witch, but sometimes she kind of doesn't. Like, they either know each other or they kind of don't. You know, She's it's like, really... I think I might just have noticed her from TV. <laughs> well, and, it, and it's not until the very end when Angelica Houston is f- pointing a spoon at her and going, oh my like, God. you will repent or that regret this or whatever. is my favorite part because Angelica Houston is, like, dying. Well, not dying. She's turning into a mouse. And... And this is like the time when like Granny like just reads her for filth. She's like now she's like what she's I wrote it down. Uh, the woman is like uh, loathsome, hideous, disgrace. Yeah. Like she's just throwing it all. You hussy, <laughs> slut, whore. <laughs> those heels high enough for you? Yeah, Grandma. Grandma, I can't figure out if she's a badass or just like. She's just good at dealing with just witches. She is a badass for sure. I mean, she's tough. You know, yeah. she carries around two mice in her purse. Easy. She does. She she believes. You know, she believes in magic for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in, in these stories or what have you. You have your your people who are like grounded in reality, and then mm-hmm. you have your your uh, impressionable kid, and you have that grown up who believes in magic right and that's 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 granny granny doesn't question anything uh when luke says i saw a witch there was a snake she gave me chocolate and granny is like yes and she's literally is like yes i believe you and now we're gonna because i think they moved to that hotel or they were waiting at that hotel to move into granny's house so that Luke could go to school, I think. Oh, because they had that, that. They had that one shot of kids playing soccer in school uniforms. <laughs> I missed it. It's not a good. It's not really a scene. <laughs> it's just kind of like an establishing shot. It. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Luke could probably go to school. Explain this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, the part. If I had seen this as a kid, I would have been so freaked out by the whole story of uh, the little girl that got stuck in the painting. Oh, yeah, that's definitely scary. That is the scariest thing. I think that's the of, scariest part of the movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we we'll, we take these children, we trap them in paintings where they live out their lives and then die, mm-hmm. question mark? And, and you hear her just very faintly go, Papa. Oh. She just, she just need her dad just asked her to get a liter of milk, which is weird. Like, plan your groceries ahead of time and then just do it all in one trip. But whatever. Yeah, you just don't, these people are just very silly people, mm-hmm. and they do silly things. Uh, well, he one, was so strict. <laughs> one thing I did want to like touch on is that like that um that baby carriage scene where Angelica Houston uh, yeah throws that's like uh it's a it's a not a comment but it's like a homage to like one of the oldest narrative films of uh, of 
film history. I, I went to film school, so I like saw. I but I can't remember. And I I told myself I was going to Google it before I did yeah. the podcast, but I don't remember. But it's like um, uh, this movie that came out of of Russia in the nineteenth. Yeah. long time ago and like there we'll was this, <laughs> there was like this very uh you know important scene where like this baby carriage tumbles down the steps and everybody's oh, looking at it's and it's called somebody stairs or something stairs or i know exactly what you're talking about it's like a it's like isn't it like a big like war scene yeah yeah, yeah. okay it's not Ben Hur. No, no, no. It's uh, it's a Russian director who was like you know one of the fathers of modern film. I know exactly and, what uh, you're talking about. It's a very important thing. Anyway, so that's cool. Like they, you know, they're they're, they're really looking at you know uh, cinema to make this this, mm-hmm. this movie here. It's a real like as even though it's a kids movie, it's got real solid cinematic elements yeah. to it. You know? Also, very level stroller like. You, buy, you should buy that one because <laughs> then that baby flip. raced down a hill like 45 degree angle at one point and it, it it's like not toppled over whatsoever <laughs> it's true well i love how savage this witch is that she's like trying to chase this little kid but she's like well, she'll settle for just throwing this baby off a cliff she's like well it smells like dogs dropping yeah i'm just gonna push this one out and then the woman doesn't really seem to the mother doesn't seem to notice anything else that's happening. Now that I'm saying it, I feel like I, I sound like a dick because I'm like, she doesn't notice anything that's happening other than her baby that's <laughs> flying down a hill in a stroller. And she was breastfeeding in public. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like Angelica Houston's right there. She doesn't have anything to say to Angelica Houston. I don't remember this woman's. I don't. Does the lead witch have a name? I think she's just like the head witch. The lead, yeah. So the the the, the mom doesn't have anything to say to any of these women mm-hmm. who are like around and running around or, or what have you. She's just pure panic. And again, now that I say that out loud, I'm like, yeah, of course, because her baby is going to fly off a cliff. It takes her a bit to realize that the baby had flown. It, it took Angelica Houston to laugh really loudly for her to be like, oh my God. Yeah, she wasn't even like that. This is before smartphones. She had no nothing to distract her except for the scenery, yeah, the landscape. She- what was what was distracting back then? Just like hmm, my Birds. thoughts, <laughs> bugs. <laughs> my thoughts. Hello, little friend. How many how many legs do you have? <laughs> oh, six again. <laughs> so there's another bug. Let's count one more time for fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was That's back funny. in the day when it was just like a kid could just fall and break their arm, and it's like, eh. yeah, walk it off. My dad died in the war. You're mm. fine, kid. Yeah, and I, I did notice that uh, once Luke turns into a person again, he doesn't uh, he's not missing any limbs or anything. Like he he loses a tail as a as yeah. A I was thinking that, but there's no. Uh... I mean, I don't know. I guess where, like, what would be the maybe maybe he's got yeah. a lifetime of lower back pain ahead of him. Or maybe he's got like a flat butt. Yeah. No. Yeah. Which just took his butt. Do you ever think about how much fun it would be to have a tail? Oh yeah. Constantly. I thought by this time in like in history that there would be like fashion tales. I would, I, I did mushrooms in 2003 uh, with my hairdresser. <laughs> I'll tell you how long ago it was because I'm, I'm <laughs> super bald now. But I, I did mushrooms with my hairdresser and I we started talking and I was like, yeah, they're going to be old navy tales and gap tales and Chanel tales. I thought I thought tales were going to be like the future fashion accessory. I would also like a pre like a practical tale, like a prehensile tale to hang off of trees and stuff yeah. like that and hit people. And just... Tails are the ultimate hands-free device. 
<laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Literally, maybe, it's maybe not ultimate. <laughs> I mean, feet are also a hands-free device if you think about it that way. Uh, that was uh, there was always that one kid in school that would be like weirdly good at doing stuff with their feet, and you're like, "What yeah. are you doing?" It's not bizarre. It's like, you ever see those videos of people who like lose their arms and now they can like they do everything with their feet? They yeah, unlock their front door and they cook and they. I, oh, wild. I've seen the one, uh, the the woman cooking. Yeah, and she's like, "Here's how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich." And I'm like, "Is that all you can make?" Oh, that was mean. Hey, back to the witches. Yeah, yeah, back to the witches. I'm trying to, yeah, because nobody nobody had anything that was chopped off. Oh, with that scene with the baby carriage. So Luke is terrible at hiding. In general. Like uh, during the during the witch meeting, he kept gasping, going "oh," and he kept dropping his mice all over the place. He was like, "Oh, let me pick them back up." But when he was doing the chasing, so if you haven't seen the movie, which is weird if you're listening to this, and I mean, who knows? Yeah, we're Maybe, not really giving a very cohesive yeah, we're just outline talking. of what happens. I mean, this is basically the movie. Just shit happens. Yeah, you'd have to be there. Yeah, you uh, have to be. There. You yes. had to be there, or just rent it on Amazon for two ninety nine. That's yeah. That's what I did. Yep. Yeah, right. So, the, the, right. So he gets caught, right? Is that what we're talking about? Like, uh, he's in the, 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 the witches are having their big annual meeting. He's yeah, behind that. I like, called it WitchCon. WitchCon. It's good. I was like, it's going pretty well. <laughs> WitchCon? Oh, oh that. Yeah. Witch, WitchCon. <laughs> there, there's like a book uh, that I had as a kid called Witch Witch. And it was like, <laughs> this guy had to figure out which was the good witch. <laughs> that's perfect. And that's basically the entire book. I think if that's not been optioned and produced as a feature film, I. Mm-hmm. Come on. Which we'll do witch? It. That's yeah, perfect. We'll do it. Let's do it. Which, After this. Which? Which which? Yeah, if you say it like that, then which, you kind of ruin the pun. Which which? Uh, uh, right. Anyway, so yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he gets he's captured. horrible at, at, at hiding. Um, and he's not that great at es- well, he's he starts out not great at escaping either. But what uh, is his saving grace is that these witches are so non-athletic. Uh, because you see him like he's all right, so the the, the main witch is at the podium. All the the witch members of the witch society are in the audience, and then they smell the child, so they start sniffing around for him. And he darts across the dais or the stage. Yeah. And I mean, this is like 50, 60 witches, and they're he's surrounded completely, oh, and they just all the make doors these, are like, were locked. Feeble, anemic grabs at his <laughs> clothes. <laughs> like nobody tries to actually grab his body. Everybody's like, "Let me get that collar." That's probably a rule on set, like guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't grab this kid. But then what he does? He does this very masterful thing, like the super action movie move. I don't know. So he's like, you know, wriggling free of the grip of the witches, and then he gets to like a, a, a glass, a, a door with like glass panes in it. You know, yeah, big glass panes, and he takes it without even like hesitating, not thinking about it, not planning it. He just takes a chair and he smashes the glass and and, and leaps out onto the, the balcony. And it's like, I don't know that as a kid, it would it would occur to me to be Bruce Willis. You know what I mean? Yeah, that like, was, I'm going to smash this thing through with a chair. That was one of the few times in this movie where I thought, oh, maybe I do like Luke. I will say... <laughs> oh, one, just a little, almost. Yeah, one, when he turned into a rat, I liked him more initially because I was like, oh, the rat puppet's really cute. But then he started yelling, "Grandma, Grandma, Grandma, Grandma!" grandma. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's kind of like the little kid in Troll Two, just like eee! I, I did not see Troll Two. <laughs> you you don't need to. <laughs> like it's fun, but you don't need but to. But I do remember a movie called The Doom Generation. Do you remember The Doom Generation? 
You mean the movie Doom? No, no, no. It's it's a movie called The Doom Generation, and it's I don't uh, know Rose that. McGowan and uh, ah, this guy who was in Independence Day, uh, Will Smith. No, <laughs> James Duvall. And okay. it's Rose McGowan and James Duvall, and he's like this very like simpering character the whole time, very like passive, very weak. And so he spends the whole time going Amy, because that's Rose McGowan's character, Amy, and he like until the very end of the movie, Amy, just like Luke at until the very end of the uh-huh. movie, he's like Grandma, even like he turns back into a person, Grandma. It's always the same. He's always singing the same song, and did, it goes a little bit like this, did, Grandma. At the end of the movie, does he stop yelling Amy? No, no, he dies. Yeah, spoiler alert! Uh, uh, yeah, he dies going Amy, 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 blah, and then uh, you know, he dies. That's shitty. Those are yeah. some shitty last words. Yeah. Just being a whiny little baby. <laughs> uh, you know what's sad? What's that? Nobody will ever know Albert Einstein's last words. Why? Oh, this is a fun story because <laughs> um, he was in a hospital, mm-hmm. uh, and he said something in German to the nurse, and the nurse doesn't speak German. Fuck. Oh. I mean, it probably wasn't anything crazy like, I was wrong about this one math problem. Right, yeah. It's probably like, could I get another towel? Oh, or, or, that was it. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't want to die needing a towel. <laughs> I, I hope, there, say, I I hope like, there's a towel when I need a towel when I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, can we just keep towels right here at the ready? <laughs> yes. After I drink the crest soup and I turn into a rat... <laughs> And people are trying to kill me, even though they've just seen me turn from a human to a rat. I don't know if you caught that. All oh, the witches when, at the bank at the at the dining room. And then Rowan Atkinson and all the waiters are like, "Time to kill the mice." Like you've seen these women, women, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Witches. Uh, you don't know they're witches. <laughs> What's you think the they're people. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was problematic. What we yeah. just said. This is a really misogynistic episode. <laughs> Whatever. <That's awful. laughs> but yeah, so like everybody in this dining room at this hotel sees these women. Uh, you know, emit green smoke and all this commotion, and then they fall into their clothes. And all right, yeah, maybe it's not the some most... of them don't even shrink. Like they beat up oh, a, a full sized woman. Mouse. I didn't catch that. They do. They beat like they're like you were just a person, but I'm gonna beat you yeah, up. There's now. like it's like a um, a rolling pin. She's oh. like I'm still here. That is. That's I mean, like horrible. she she had a mouse face. Right. <laughs> it's like when she Bruno had a mouse face. <laughs> Yeah, bro, I was a day last night. Uh, she oh, had a mouth. Oh, you, are you gonna keep? Are we gonna go down this road? We don't need to. <laughs> uh, I don't think either of us are gonna have girlfriends anytime soon. And not after this podcast, or for you know other reasons. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gay. Uh, um, you heard it here first. <laughs> He's never talked about it as act or anything, <laughs> but I never constantly talk about my. He never did stand up in a romper. <laughs> That's well, not necessarily gay. I mean, I, a straight person could do uh, stand up in a romper, but it's like uh, they when, better not. That's my when, thing. Well, when they when they sh- when they like released all those pictures of, like previewing the romp him, and it was just like a yeah. bunch of just like it looked like frat guys in oh, a yeah. romper. I was like, oh, don't ruin this. The guy in the polka dots, though. Um, he could get it. He had like some. He was thick. T h i c c. Yeah, I was, I was about <laughs> to. Like, could you spell that? No, but there was the guy that had like the vertical stripes. Like the red vertical stripes. And I was like, eh. <laughs> like, I would throw him out of bed after begging him to get into bed. <laughs> right. So, yeah. uh, the. Now we're just thinking about <laughs> dudes. Right. So, yeah, these, so the, the, these restaurant employees or these hotel employees, like, they just really have uh, bloodlust. Maybe this is like their chance. They're like, oh, these women are turning into. You know what? Maybe it was payback can... when they couldn't catch the mouse, uh, when Luke crawled up that guy's pants. Oh. 
For, yeah, so this is payback against uh, all rats, even the ones that were just people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's harsh. Yeah. I mean, well, Rowan Atkinson runs a tight ship, you know? Yeah, I was just surprised that like he was speaking. I thought he was going to do like a Mr. Bean thing. Like, it's a very oh. low-key performance from him, huh? Yeah. Didn't do a lot of like rubber band face kind of... Which I guess I appreciate it, because everybody else was. It's a very serious, dramatic role for him. You could basically see Bean. the chomp marks on all the scenery. Oh, yeah, I mean... And what was one of the things I loved was like the attention to detail when it came to making sure that these women had uh, wigs. <laughs> I mean, because definitely like in, in in shots where like the witches are prominently featured, they look like the hair looks like wigs. I yeah. would I would venture to, to say like yeah, most of that most of that hair is not their mm-hmm. hair is is legit wigs. I, well, I did read that also in kind of the the large scenes with when you saw like a bunch of witches a lot of the witches like that aren't immediately in the foreground were just men shot with wigs up. i saw one shot of one witch passing by the screen and i was like nah, that <laughs> looks like a dude and then i was like you know what alejandro do not police gender in this movie it's not for you to dictate who's a man who's one but like ah but now that i know that i'm like yeah that was a dude yeah i think that's okay yeah yeah well you know on that note we're gonna take a little break stay with us we'll be right back to talk more about the witches. We're going to be right back in just a second. Two things. First of all, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing great. I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm feeling a little under the weather. But second of all, please remember to uh, rate our podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on whatever you listen to podcasts on, and leave a comment. It'll really help us and hopefully build our audience. Bye. Mwaha. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think this this happens literally every episode and I think I've said this I said this last week on the podcast as well that it's just like I try to do a fun thing to come back from break and it is always awkward we're like, trying to do a ha 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 yeah I, well, I, didn't, I didn't put I didn't put my all into yeah. it so I try was, it again nah it's fine <laughs> do you want to give us some ha 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 that was good that was worth it but it's not witchy oh yeah but none the, of those witches really went ha ha no I like, ah, Ah, like a cackle, I, right? It's the weirdest thing I think about evil characters in movies is when they have an evil laugh. Because I mean, like if something that I like is happening, like I don't know, I I would like be excited, but I wouldn't be like yeah. <laughs> and they all do it so they like no one like evil chuckles. It's always it's a full it's a full laugh. Mm-hmm. That's it. I just, <laughs> I just have been wanting to get that off my chest. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, yeah the, uh, we talked about everything that I took notes on, except wait, what was I going to say about? Yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's this this idea of like what the witches symbolize. I, I really haven't like. I was thinking right. that they they definitely represent that trope in kids movies where it's like the mean grown ups who hate kids. I feel mm-hmm. like that's definitely a trope, and I wonder if that ties into some kind of a larger thing about like predators or people that kids should be like wary of or stranger danger or something like that. But I feel like it's been for a, for, for a long time. There's just this idea of, of people who of grownups who hate kids. Right. And I feel like the, the witches want to eliminate children. They don't seem to have a great grasp of, uh, uh, human reproduction, how that works. That's what I wrote. I was like, why not just like make everybody infertile? 
Right, yeah, why? <laughs> They're not really treating the problem at its source. They love the movie Children of Men. <laughs> yeah, they, they, that's what they should do. They should make everybody... In, I mean, that would, that would make for a darker uh, movie. I mean, that would make a prequel to The Handmaid's Tale. Then what, then what the fuck would Luke do? <laughs> what? Nothing. Grow up and then not have children. Much less exciting movie. Yeah. But yeah, well, well, that's funny because like, all right, so they're, the witches are at their annual meeting, right, at this hotel mm-hmm. where Angelica Houston is like, I have this plan. And she's like, "With the, everyone will buy all the candy stores in, in England and, and poison the children. The children will turn to mice. The adults who buy the candy will also be mice. They're like, uh, I, I, yes. that's my favorite thing was like, well, then there will be some adults and mice. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's like, that is savage. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I wonder uh, what was the plan the year before. Like, presumably this is that. an annual meeting. Like, what happened last year that didn't work? Well, I think she said... Well, she was first angry that everybody was, like, messing up their kid quota, I guess. Yeah, there's some kind of... Yeah, there's still kids around. It's like a, a punch card. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- she said, like, a, I think a ch- like each of them were was pulling a child a week. Or something, which it, I guess, if you are running this weird operation that I don't fully understand, like that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, because they don't eat the kids; they just banish them into. Paintings. That's what I thought. I so assumed... it's not like subsistence. You know, they're not predators for for eating purposes. It's just for. They're wasting. They're using their own time, energy, and resources <laughs> just to fuck with kids. Yes, yeah. I mean maybe maybe the smell is that bad. Maybe they're trying to just yeah get rid of the smell. I don't know. I mean, I get used to smells pretty quick. Like I was, uh, I was cleaning out the cat's litter box. Thing to say. Oh, yeah, no, you can get used to it. Well, it's like you walk down the street and you're like, "Oh, cottage cheese." <laughs> oh yeah, Philadelphia in the summertime is definitely a, a buffet of of, of scents. Mm-hmm. My one friend yesterday was like, "It's almost worse that some of those smells sometimes are good because it just <laughs> it just." freaks you you know you ever like you're like oh urine oh my god feces oh this body odor you know something stale and then you're like head and shoulder brownies yeah and then it's like something nice and you're like it's almost like makes everything else more disgusting because like you're like oh this is a nice smell and then you're right back yeah it's like i'll smell like i'll smell like a halal truck or something i'm like ooh, and then i'll feel hungry and then i'll get a waft of like piss or something and then i'll (laughs) then i'll waft of piss then there'll be like a brief moment where my body hasn't uh, registered that the smell changed. And oh, I was like, and you're Wait still a like second. taking it in. You're like, ah, <laughs> delicious. Walking hola. down the street. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we don't really know what uh, is going on with these witches, and they have a lot of money. Angelica Houston, you never find out how she made all that money. Probably. I mean, I watched enough TV. It's probably just like drug money. Maybe. I thought she was a chemical engineer. Because she did concoct this thing that turns children into mice, uh, rats. Well, no, no, no. But she said, because it's, it's magic because the one witch was like, let's poison them. And she's like, we only oh, use uh, magic. Only, that's right. Yeah. Good catch. I think she got the money like in an Ozark situation, you know? <laughs> then all of her witch friends were killed in front of her. Witch friends? Witch. <laughs> it catches me off guard because I think that you're asking a question. I'm trying to be polite. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Next, which which friends? Which 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 friends? Which 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 friends? Friends that you make um, while live streaming. So so many in. questions unanswered. And I yeah. think that's what makes a great film. What about Bruno? We haven't talked about Bruno at all. We haven't. I again liked him a lot better as a as a mouse than a human. 
Um, yeah, he was insufferable. He's a real insufferable kid. I don't like when they use margarine instead <laughs> of butter. Like, you don't know the difference. They were just know. like, like, Roald Dahl was like, oh, this was a good bit for Augustus Gloop. Let's just copy and paste <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Here. It is Augustus Gloop again. I Same. think Roald Dahl just has a problem with fat people. Yeah. And Jews. He, he definitely is problematic, for sure. Yeah. Have you heard Have you heard the, the one quote that no. Roald Dahl said? Oh, my God, no. Um... Oh my god, I can't think of it. But he basically he was like, like Jews are inherently like sneaky people. Like even a stinker like Hitler didn't choose them for no reason. Wow. He called Hitler a stinker. A stinker. Which is that is the, the most mild diabetes of <laughs> that kind of insult. Uh, god damn. But yeah, god. that's rolled. That's rolled for you. Anybody like oof, anybody from any generation ago is horrible. <laughs> I, this generation is everybody's horrible. Every. Everybody's horrible. Millennials are terrible. Baby boomers are terrible. The next generation is worse. I think they're calling that iGen. Somebody's trying to call it iGen. The people who come after millennials. iCarly. Yeah. It's the iCarly generation. <laughs> that was a weird show. They're going to be the worst. They're going to be the ones who are going to kill us all. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I teach kids, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. These are We're done here. <laughs> we're just going to call it a wrap. Yeah. I'm going to wrap it up. Um, speaking of wrapping up... I said it wrong. Wrapping it up. Do you have any uh, final thoughts? Uh, I, this is a, uh, a must-see uh, tentpole summer flick for sure. Mm-hmm. The special effects are f- uh, from uh, this movie from, is from 1990. I was nine. You were born. Uh, I was negative six. Jesus. Do uh, the math. <laughs> do the so math. this was like that era of uh, special <laughs> effects where it was like very things were very rubbery. Mm-hmm. Like when people turn into other things, it was a very rubbery transformation. So that's the special effects uh, effects here. <laughs> I, I give zero special <laughs> effects. Uh, the special effects are just of that like of that rubber face variety where yeah. people like it. I mean, it looks good. It is. It's if if it was scary. Like I prefer kind of more of like a practical yeah. effect because even if it because it does look a little weird, but I mean. Like, there's effort into it, you know? Right, yeah. It's like the original thing. They look better than the Ghostbusters ghosts from, like, the... The new Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Those ghosts were... Yeah, they're all blue. Vomit. And boring. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of... Yeah, lot I mean, there's vomit. something to be said. I mean, it holds up in that sense of, of, of the creatures hold up. I mean, the Jim Henson... There's nothing like the what came out of the Jim Henson yeah. workshop. Well, there, I, it's, like, one of my dreams to work for Jim Henson company. It's just, like... Even their shittiest well, There's an opening for a Kermit. <gasps> Oh no no no! It's no somebody. It's already been filled by Dick. Oh, crap! I I knew this. It just sounded like you said it's already been filled by Dick because <laughs> you drifted off at the wrong. I think moment. the guy's name was Dave. Dave that took it over. Do you, you can't do a Kermit? Yes, I can. Oh, that was a great Kermit. I I, I used to do this bit with uh, Kermit uh, D. Prague with right? my friend where we would do we would do all the Muppets talking about their sex lives because <laughs> it's it's easy. Because they're all, like, you know, Gonzo has sex with chickens, presumably. Right, yes. Presumably he does mate uh, with chickens. Yeah, I mean... So in sort of like a polyamorous kind of uh, I mean, like Camilla, harem. Camilla is like the main... The main, yeah. It's like a big love situation. Yeah. You've got like sister sister hens. That could They could probably make a parody of big love to like teach kids about like the color blue or something. They could do that. Yeah. 
They did. Did you see the Orange of the New Black parody no, that they I did? did? Not. It's called Orange is the New Snack, and <laughs> Piper comes into prison and teaches them all about eating fruit for a snack. <laughs> it's great. That's a great take on uh, on that series. Speaking of take, let's take a second and let's. <laughs> oh God. And let's uh, let's score this. So, right. if you haven't listened to the podcast before, we rate uh, all these movies on four criteria: audience respect, plot, acting, and humor. You can rate it uh, zero to five. Use decimals if you want to. Um, so, we'll start with you, Alejandro, with audience respect. So, do you think this movie was pandering? Kind of like, just like this is for kids or this is for whomever. I mean, I think it, this definitely is very uh, respectful to the adults watching, for sure, in addition to the kids. Definitely does not pander or talk down to anybody. Okay. So uh, what... That was going to be like a five, right? Yeah. Right. You're going to give it a five? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's solid. I, I disagree. Yeah? What, what do you think is like uh, pandering or... It's... I mean, I think it partly could... It's partly because of like Roald Dahl's style because it's mm. so it's like so zany that like it sometimes plays is just like children look at this goo like wacky thing and like it partly plays into just like how all the adults are you know mm, yeah no I do see what you're saying and you know coming back to like how non-athletic those witches were like that was like childhood wish fulfillment that idea that kids can run faster and always get away from adults and yeah. always escape and that's not really I'm, I'm going to downgrade my, my you're right you, you've you made an excellent point I'm going to take away a, a, a point okay for that so four meanwhile I'm giving it a 2.3 wow see I've watched like so many movies now that I I, I my guests get angry because I'm very harsh <laughs> Uh, but what did you think of the plot? I, you know, there were uh, some strange holes in the plot. I, I would chalk those up to, you know, there's a whole book's worth of material. You can't mm-hmm. leave that all in. I think, uh, you know, we got from one place to another. We uh, wasn't heavy on too much exposition. I think Granny was a, short, a source of a lot of exposition. Yeah, but not even. She left when a lot she's of telling yeah. a bedtime story. Right, exactly. So it's like the longest exposition, bedtime story. Exposition, exposition. And then we and we were tucking you into bed, and she's just doing like she's doing like witchy stuff that whole time too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I guess I would uh, go with uh, like a three on this one. Yeah, that's right on the dot. I gave it a two point nine. Man, you're you're in this decimal land here. Yeah, really oh, I love decimal because in, in my head I'm like, oh, it makes a difference, but it's also like <laughs> I could not discern the difference between like a two point five and a two point seven. Uh, I mean, I you could should judge the Olympics. I I should judge the Olympics. Yes. I don't know why I whispered that. You should judge the Olympics. Uh, I like rarely get really patriotic, but it's like the Fourth of July and the Olympics. I'm all in for America. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the Winter Olympics. Because uh, I enjoy uh, men's gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so back to the training system. <laughs> your eyes just popped out of your head. Wow. Uh, what did you think of the acting? Uh, the acting? I mean, well, here's the thing. Kids, right? Kids. Yeah. You know, like What's child actors. <laughs> it was a show tune, wasn't it? Yeah. It's well, from Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah, well done. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, kids are never good actors for the most part, you know, by and large. I mean, that, that, uh, Bruno was ugh, so annoying. Um, Luke, uh, you know, Luke is irritating in his way. And who's to say, I mean, his acting, I don't know. What do you have to do other than like, just yell be grandma? scared or be like, uh, resourceful. Mm-hmm. Um, a grandma, you know, everybody was really, uh, chewing up a lot of scenery. Um, but it's, again, it's a kid's movie, right? So you got to kind of, 
you know, like but then again, looking at Rowan Atkinson, he was like, "I'm playing this like I would a role." So he was playing it. Yeah, he was playing it super straight. He was yeah, maybe Rowan, having an. Aff- he was maybe fucking he that was one. Definitely like, having an affair with that housekeeper. Well, I mean, I don't know if he was married. So I don't know about called an affair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. But yeah, for his restraints, right? Like it's so funny for him to be the straight man, right? That's not really the usual. Yeah, that's so like I... one of us being the straight man. <laughs> so boom, I'll boom, boom! They keep bing, coming. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> uh, so I'll go for four. I'll give it a four on that. Give it a four. I'm uh, I'm giving it a three, basically, because I uh, like those kids. Bruno and Luke just dragged it down <laughs> for me because all the adults like they're over the top, but I'm like, okay, you're you're like in the character, but. Luke and Bruno kind of just like took me back to when I did theater in like elementary, middle school, yeah. and it was basically just like holding the script like right in front of your face. <laughs> and it's going like, "Here is what I'm yeah. saying." Well, you, well, you gotta get quick. I mean, some of these character actors, like the the pa- Bruno's parents, like I'm remembering now the part where Bruno's dad is like, "I'd like the crest soup." That's a good lad. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that he says "crest." He's yeah. got that great Scottish accent mm-hmm. too. So we got a couple Stephen Roots in there. <laughs> uh, I call character actor Stephen Root. Why? I don't know. Why not? Because he's a great character actor. Boom! I'll take it. I I like learned semi recently what character actor was, and I like. It's kind of a dumb phrase because it's like I mean they're all characters. Yeah, but like a character actor basically just means that they're not as recognizable, so you forget that they're a celebrity. <laughs> Yeah, basically. That's that's all I have to say about that. Uh, anyway, and finally, humor. Humor, because there it's very. I can like you can feel the general vibe of like the jokiness of this movie. Yeah, there's some. I mean, mo- yeah, a lot of it is in the uh, over the top uh, personalities of like the witches. Mm-hmm. They're itchy, you know. They've got these wigs on. They're what there. itchy. <laughs> They're wit itchy. <laughs> Wait, witchy? Wit itchy? Like witch? They're wit itch. It. Which itch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I. It's not like uh, it's not some physical humor, some chasing uh, stuff going on. I'm trying uh, to think of like bits or little like sketch kind of a things that were happening. The, uh, the one joke I like wrote down um, was Bruno at the end when he's a, a mouse and he says to his mom. Mom, you always wanted me to lose weight. Oh, oh, wow. I was a groaner. Yeah. But she didn't like it either. The mom she, did not. She, she was like. <laughs> she, was screaming, she was screaming and crying for five minutes. Straight. She, that she actress was, a, was exhausted afterwards. She was a lot. For humor, I guess I'm just going to go right uh, right down the middle. I mean, the, when it was deployed, I think it was pretty well deployed, especially considering it's like a kid's movie. Yeah. And it wasn't like that irritating, like, ah, like an anvil falls on you. It wasn't like that kind there of wasn't, There was no farts. Violence. No farts. No farts. Yeah, because I based these criteria. But there were burps. There's a lot of burp. Yeah. Joking. I mean, there was like food was part of the plot, so I I can like kind of give it to them. Sure. Um, I I guess I would give this a three on the humor. Yeah, and uh, I would give it a two point seven five. All right. Which is barely any difference. Points. And then uh, crunching the numbers. Uh. Which is, is basically right in the middle, like judging by our scores, uh, we gave it uh, a 3.12, hmm. which uh, for rank purposes, it puts it just a little bit above Big Fat Liar. So wow. take that, Well, I mean, Marty as Wolf. It sh- yeah. Is Big Fat Liar, uh, what's his face from uh, the wine movie? Yeah, yeah, Paul Giamatti. Yes. He's like, I'm going to get that movie made. <laughs> 
It wouldn't be a podcast, an episode of this podcast if I didn't try to do like four different impressions. That was great. That was a solid Paul Giamatti, that guy. <laughs> Paul Gina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Alejandro, thank you so much for coming on. Is there uh, anything that you would like to plug or kind of let people know about? This will be uh, coming out uh, August 28th. Oh, so if it's coming out August 28th, uh, that means that I have uh, Eat Your Beats, uh, the rap battle comedy game show uh, mm. that is also food themed, uh, is every second Friday of the month, typically, but in September, uh, the second Friday of the month, we're going to Brooklyn to do the... Wow. Uh, yeah, we're doing Cinderblock Comedy Festival. So in September, we're going to be doing our uh, Eat Your Beats show on the 15th of did i say september of september yeah you did yeah. say september. 15th of september and then on the 13th of october back to the second friday so 15th of september 13th of october food themed rap battle comedy game show well for people in new york um where uh where is where oh, are you performing at your beats uh for the fans listening in new york uh the uh eat your beats will take place on the second friday of september uh what's 15 minus 8 um Seven. does make any sense 15 minus 8. I mean, 15 minus 7. Because it's, oh, week, uh, it's, it's the eight. week before. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's September On 8th. The 8th of September uh, at uh, Gutter Bar as part of the Cinder Block Comedy Festival. Great. Uh, do, you have a, do you have a Twitter or an Instagram that oh, you'd yeah. like to show off? Uh, sure. Well, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Ali Hand Row. That's how white people say my name. The mm-hmm. word Ali, the word Hand, and the word Row. And then my website is at uh, Lalahandro, like L O L. Alejandro. That's Alejandro. good. Yeah. I, I registered a domain name and then I realized that it was going to cost more money to build a website. So I was like, eh. <laughs> so now I just have a domain name that just, when you go to the website, just says coming soon. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. You I'll, better give it to him. When I graduate college, I'll I'll make a website. You've got time. I do. I've well, got time. Provided that we all live past next week. Yeah. Yeah, we're <clears> still in the midst of... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I hope people are listening to this podcast. I hope we have all lived to uh the release date yeah, we also talked about that on last week's episode so hopefully this all <laughs> blew over and we're all doing great i hope so i hope so too uh and as always you can find me on twitter at mr wiseman m-i-s-t-e-r-w-e-i-s-m-a-n and uh follow kids flicks the podcast you're listening to if you still are on uh twitter facebook and instagram at kid pod uh yeah again Thank you so much, Alejandro. Thank you, Ross. You're a very funny person. Ah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, have a great one, everybody. Uh, go, go, Gadget, and show.